to What Am I Rolling, a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast, hosted by me, Fiona. This is part two of our Grin one-shot, so make sure you've listened to the first part before continuing on with this episode. To briefly recap... Alex is playing Jocelyn Majors, a young teenager who seeks a thrilling adventure, along with her brother, Brad, and his school friends, Mike, Sarah, and Jake. Together, they've broken into St. Mary's Asylum, a condemned sanatorium on the outskirts of their hometown, to find out what happened there all those years ago. However, things are not what they seem. A sudden accident on the stairwell in the entrance hall, and the sudden arrival of Officer McGill, has caused confusion and separated Jocelyn from the group. Jocelyn suddenly hears silence. She's all alone in the sanatorium. Remember, when a player wishes their character to take a difficult action, the game's master may require them to draw one or more cards from the deck. Drawing any card other than the Joker means the character succeeds in their attempted action, and drawn cards are then placed in the discard pile. If the Joker is drawn, the player's character is removed from the game, in some manner befitting the narrative of the story. If a face card is drawn, the player must draw an additional card to succeed in their attempted action. If an ace is drawn, the player keeps it and places it in front of them. An ace may be spent in lieu of drawing a card, or forces another player to draw an additional card. You can find out more information about Grin and download the free scenario resource we used for this one-shot on the Arcana Games website. That's www.arcana-games.com. One last thing before we begin. Naturally, there are times in this one-shot where the players and myself, mostly myself, get the rules wrong or forget something plot-wise. Whilst we always endeavour to stick to the rules wherever possible, at the end of the day, we all make mistakes. And what matters most is that everyone enjoys themselves. And with all that out of the way, let's return to St. Mary's Asylum. So we knew that the first Joker was going to be something really bad happens. And the thing that has happened that's really bad is that... Well, there's just been a scream. Has it? Well, I don't know. I've not been allowed to go and find out, have I? Well, you're about to find well, out. Well, I am about to. So you've gone underneath this bed. Yeah. The scream happened. Yeah. And it's completely silent. <laughs> no, I don't want you to put the Joker in it. Close your eyes. No, don't put it at the front. I'm not going to put it at the front. Why would I do that? Because you're mean. Not that mean. Okay. Okay. I call out. What do you say? Jake. Brad. Don't really care about Sarah. Mike. No response. I get out from underneath the bed. Okay. And go back to the stairs. It's pitch black. Somebody's torch there by the chance. I mean, you've got your own torch. Yeah, but my torch is rubbish. I got my There's no... There's no, Like, you get to... You, you make your way... Slowly to the stairs. Because I think what happened to you, you ran into the room, went under the bed and just turned your light out. Yes. So you got out and you're feeling your way yes. to the stairs. You only went like one or two rooms in. Yeah, of course. There's no light. I get my little fish torch out. Okay. And I click it on. What do I see? You see a stairwell. The stairwell you came up with the broken step. And there is rubble on it from when you left it before, that you can see where the, the rotten wood has just 
gone away. You see a torch. Can I go and get it? it? Yeah. There's no one else there. Because it's obviously very dusty. Are there any footprints? Draw a card for me. Nine. A nine. You looking at the ground, like the dust has kicked up a bit, and you can see footprints, and there seems to have been like a kind of struggle. And are you just looking at the staircase? No, I'm looking all around. Looking all around. So on the staircase, as obviously you can tell, there's some shifting footprints. Actually, there might have been some uh, mud that someone's tracked in as well because you went through the forest. So there's a bit of that on the stairs. And then you sort of look at the entrance, and one thing you do notice about the entrance is that the doors are now shut. I have a feeling if I try the doors, I won't be able to get out. Are you going to go try the doors? I'm going to go try the doors. Okay. As you get to the doors and you flash, I assume the actual flashlight. Yes. As <laughs> uh, you flash the actual flashlight, you see the rusty chain that you got off before with the lock on the inside. Burger. It looks pretty tight. <sighs> and as you're downstairs, are you here? Drip. Drip. I don't want to go back to look at that. I'm done with that. No. <laughs> is there a way for me to figure out where people are how do you mean do you mean like can you tell what's happened here or? can I tell what's happened I'd say you you could probably tell that from what you remember if you say something's happened I will no, 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 no. <laughs> police officer McGill came in he screamed at you Sarah was crying from her twisted ankle and you it was just sudden flight mode just went. Yeah. You remember Officer McGill coming yeah. towards you? And I think I said Jake coming out. And then there's just a horrible scream. You know that no one passed you. It's literally been like two minutes, three minutes more. So they must be downstairs. You've not found any way if there's a basement or anything that, like that. There's no. There's I wouldn't go down in the basement no. even if I could. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you just sort of stood there. With the light on, like I'm guessing you've not moved from the doorway, you're just thinking this through, like what yeah, I'm sat happened. there contemplating. Okay, and again you just hear drip, drip, drip. I'll go and look at the drip, drip. the mysterious dripping noise. Oh, not so mysterious. As you sort of make your way back to the hallway, mm-hmm. you something's changed about this hallway. Oh my God, I just frightened myself then. <laughs> Because I looked over there and my reflection came up like that and it looked like something was coming out to get me and I realised it was my own arm. Nice. I'm such a fucking idiot. Sorry, I, that's why I was just like... Yeah! So as you're going down this corridor, you notice that it feels different. It, instead of going straight, it feels like there's a slight angle as it goes down. The corridor feels a lot longer. It feels sort of misshapen in a way. The water starts running over your feet and then gets up sort of to your ankles. And obviously now you're here, you can hear the sound of running water. And do you continue? Yes. Okay, so it comes up to sort of your knees. Where my fish light's going to come in. (laughs) And draw a card for me. If I die. It's a four. It's a four. So as you're walking, or slowly making your way down this corridor, I guess, are you trying to find an exit? Are you trying to find your friends? Just trying to find what's happened. What the hell is going on? Okay. So you're looking all around and your your torch is going over the walls. And this time, what's interesting about this corridor is that there's now pictures on the walls, like photographs. And it's very similar photographs of the staff, you know, sitting outside, like, yearly sort of, like, 
the staff of yeah. St. Mary's, and you see Mary sitting in the front of them, and he goes past, and he keeps going, and he keeps going, and then she disappears from one of them, and in her place is the German doctor. What was his name? Lehmund. Leopold Schnitzel. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. Schrodinger? Lehman Schroden. It was quite stark that Sister Mary disappeared yeah. from this picture. You go past the rec room now, and again you look in, and again, it seems the same, but again something's not quite right. I guess instead of a pool table, you actually see like a dilapidated like piano, and it's rotten, and you hear something scuttle across the uh, piano strings. There's more pictures on the walls, but these ones are sort of clearly they're like posters, sort of like like nice landscapes for people to think about whilst they're doing their, I don't know, their mindfulness groups or their, their community groups. All these pictures are have got black mold on them, eaten away from the frames inside. Do you continue going down the corridor? Is it going to get deeper? You can't tell. Again, your light shines out. You now can't see the end of the corridor, and the water is a horrible, dirty blackness. Keep going. So it comes up sort of to, to waist height. Okay, we're getting a bit, bit deep for my liking. But it doesn't continue further than that, it sort of goes to here. Suddenly, a door appears in front of you. And it looks a very much like a patient door. Iron door with a grill over the top. The grill is currently closed. Oh, I don't... Okay, open the grill. You open the grill? <laughs> the grill? What the hell does that mean? You listen, and you can hear the drip. And then just, just behind it, you hear another drip, but it's irregular. It's drip, 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 drip. It's just ever so slightly behind the singular drip. Can I still look through the grill? You want to look through the grill? Not really, but... Two cards. Aww. Draw two cards for me. Okay. It's a jack of yep. four. Yep. A jack. Another jack. An ace! Ace, you take that and you keep that for you. There's a moment where you pause and go in. There's just a sort of well of fear about what you're about to say. I'm not very sick. <laughs> yeah. And you pull back the grate. And you look into the room. Do you shine your torch into the room? I guess so. It's a very small room. So it's very clear when you shine your torch into the face of the dead police officer. And... How dead... Well, like... How is he dead? Like, is he floating? He's not floating. His whole chest has been impaled on these broken pipes, like, sticking out. His face is a horrible mask of terror and screaming, exactly like that. And the water is coming out of these pipes, like, so slowly. Oh, that's gross! And you can see black mould is sort of, like, on these pipes. Some horrible force has just thrown him into this. Through a door as well. My friend's going to be dead too. Is it just the police officer? You don't see any other evidence of anyone else in the room? Okay, well, we've now seen the police officer. Somebody's playing silly buggers. Notice next to you, there is a lever, and it says, Great Open Shut. And it's currently in the shut position. What great does that mean? You don't know. Let's pull it. And as you do that... The water sort of gurgles and drains slowly away. Okay. Uh, you can go into the room should you wish to. What? What 
what would there be there to be gained by going in the you room? You can look in. Again, looking into the, the thing. He's not moved. Good. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> what was hidden by the water was that fact that he had like a pair of handcuffs and it looks like a gun. Yes, now I want to go in the room because I want his stuff. Okay. I want his gun. How are you feeling just now? I'm feeling very nauseous. Nauseous? Yes. Okay. I'll need you then to draw me two cards. Oh, I should have said confident. Remember, you do have your yeah, eight. Yes, but I'm going to do an eight, eight. and a five. <laughs> you just stride in there. No, um, it takes a little strength just to open the door because of that weight against the water. You push it in. The smell of the black mould hits you and you get, you're already sort of like, <laughs> oh my God, McGill is gone. And I think he's clearly been dead sometime like sometime how long we're talking like months no you would say a couple a, week. Of, a couple of hours oh where have i been oh how about last time no my well my watch doesn't tell me the right time so what's the point that's funny oh don't say that the grandfather clock is running <laughs> <laughs> no your watch is actually started ticking no what time does it say it says 20 past three it's shimmered its way to that number, isn't it? Mm. Is that the actual time? You don't know. You didn't say you brought your phone with you. Oh, for crying out loud. What, what... Anyway, anyway, you get close to him as much as you can and you sort of, are you taking the gun or are you trying to look for anything else he's got? Can I do both? I might need you to take another card if you're trying to find out what else he's got in his pockets because you're getting really close to him. I'm going to take another card. Take another card. Remember you got your ace if you need it. It's a four. four. Whoa, <laughs> you're just like super confident. On him he has a pair of handcuffs, yep. a gun, and you check the chamber, it's got six bullets. Cool. Some pepper spray. Yep. A baton. Yep. And a pair of short range radios. Ooh. Can I have all of them in my satchel now? You can. The thing you notice about the short range radios. Is there two of them? There is. Are they connected to somebody else? No, um, they are pretty waterlogged. Oh, okay. Do I have any rice that I can put them in? Did you bring rice? <laughs> I did not. All these things I didn't know I'd have. <laughs> <laughs> but God's sake, why did I bring a phone? That's like, there probably wouldn't be any signal here anyway. You don't know. So I've taken the stuff. Mm-hmm. Can I try out the radios? Like, yeah. I know there's, I know I've got the pair, but somebody else might be listening in. Yeah, so what do you say? Is there anybody out there? Oh, no, I don't want to ask that. What was it said? <laughs> Hello, I'm in St Mary's Asylum and I need help. You just get static, but... No. Oh. Never mind. Over and out. You look like you're about to be like, crackle, crackle, crackle. <laughs> uh, okay, so I think we've had enough of the room with the dead cop and the black mould. Mm-hmm. Can I look around the room? Is there anything else in there? No. Okay. I'm going to back myself out there. I'm okay. going to back out. Are you going to shut the door or are you going to... I'm going to shut the door. Okay. <laughs> the grate's still open. Well, what grate? Is in... The door grate. Well, you opened it to see into the cop. I don't want him to look out at me, so I'm going to shut that one. Okay. Take two cards. Five. Five. Two. Two. There's a hand that comes on your shoulder, and you sort of. Ah! <laughs> what? What do you, you have to hand? What do you have? 
Well, I, I don't want to use the gun because the gun would be an extreme reaction, and I feel like it's nobody. I've got a bat on. You got a bat on, so you're just going to swing around. But I'm going to swing like really hard. Really? Well, because it might be, it might be Jake, <laughs> and I'm really rooting for him to come back. It could be Brad. Um, what are you doing? Can I just turn around? You can. Do you want to turn around? That's oh, hang on, what else? Oh, I've got my maths textbook. Okay. You're I'm going to whack him. All right, so you do that, and then you do that. You're, oh, Jesus, Jocelyn, what are you doing? That's Brad. We've been looking for you for hours. Mike's gone missing. Something got that police officer, and I just saw you go down into this corridor. I, what were you thinking? Where have you been? It's been hours. We lost time. We lost time? Well, I've lost time. You've not lost time. Where have you been? As soon as the police officer came in, something shut the door. Then Jake had this, like, something, like, grab his um, his light, and there was a huge scream from Sarah. And then, I don't know, we must have all blacked out. And we, when we woke up, it was just me, Sarah, and Jake. Mike and the police officer had gone. But we saw, like, these horrible, these horrible bloodstains where the police officer was. So we thought something had gotten, but we don't know where Mike is. And you hear, sort of, down the corridor, sort of, like... Sobbings of Sarah. Oh, I'm just, just relieved not to be alone anymore. <laughs> well, let's go shimmy back up to everybody else. Uh-huh. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Are the pictures still on the wall? No. You look back and the door's still there. It's bizarre. Everything's just sort of like clicked back into place. It didn't feel like it was. It felt weird that something was different, but you couldn't tell what. And the sort of elongating of the corridor going down into the water and stuff, you you don't know if that was real or not. But you do know that you look at your hands that you've got the baton and you've got this pepper spray. You, you've you've got, I've got the stuff. You've got the stuff. So let's go back to the others and like let's tell them what happened. Okay. And let's tell them about the police officer. Okay. You go back with Brad leading the way. You go to Jake and you get to, to Sarah. And Sarah is clearly been crying for hours her her face is puffy all her makeup's run her very nice outfit is fucked it is fucked actually her cardigan is used to bandage up her leg with some sort of splint that would have been a good idea (laughs) they tell you that they've been trying to find you like they woke up downstairs in the entrance and they've been looking for like an hour to try and find you did they look upstairs they looked upstairs couldn't find you what is upstairs there's more rooms upstairs to say there's like a children's ward and then there was a huge locked locked door we couldn't get through, but it clearly hadn't been touched in in years. Like we wouldn't. Mike's through there. <laughs> well, no. Do you yes. know he's through there? No, I know nothing. Anyway, so this is what happened. This is how I found the police officer. I have the stuff. I've got a gun. So what now? What now? Do people want to find Mike? Sarah sort of, sort of comes, I don't know, we can't leave without him. Something's got him. If someone's, something happens to the police officer, something's going to happen to Mike. We need to make sure, we need to get him. We need to find him. I mean, we can't technically leave, like, the the doors all. Well, well, we need to find Mike. She's just inconsolable. Oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm directing this question to the same people of the group. Jake sort of takes it in a little bit and goes, well, if we find Mike, then find a way out of here. I, I would feel bad if we left without him. He, He's part of the... Crazy three, you know, with with Sarah and Jocelyn. Uh, <laughs> and he sort of looks at you and goes, like, he's your friend too. He's a bit of an arsehole, but he's our arsehole. Yeah. Jocelyn, can you think we can do this? Yes, I do. All right. Right. So where have they looked? So they got upstairs and they looked in a couple of the rooms, but again, it was quite hard because Sarah didn't want to be left on her own. 
she can't walk upstairs. She'd need a lot of help to get upstairs, so, like, Brad had a quick check up there. And they say they've been there for about... woken up for about an hour or so, but... And they've checked down the left corridor. Yeah, they've checked down the left corridor. Anything changed on the reception desk? No, nothing's changed on the reception desk. Either. Okay, well, we're going to have to go back upstairs because there's that door that's locked. Mm-hmm. So let's all help carry the dead weight that is Sarah. So are you helping with her as well, or do you think Brad and Jake's got it? I think they've got it. Yeah. But I've got the torch. So you're going ahead? Going to have to. Uh, so you slowly make your way back upstairs. The top floor seems a lot bigger than the ground floor. You dashed off into like a room on the right, but you looked out and there's a huge long corridor down that side. And then on the left, maybe another little bit of a corridor and the door that Brad was talking about. And then this space at the front opens up into sort of like, almost like a library area, another sort of recreational area. But this one was clearly designed for children. There's a lot of toys in there, but a lot of broken toys. Some broken dolls with like their eyes sort of like, no, oh, no. <laughs> One eye open, one eye not there at all. One eye looking at you, one eye looking for you. Some have no hair. Clearly some toys that, and rabbit animals pull the stuffing out of, like, Mr. Ted is no longer Mr. Ted, you Mr. know? Mr. Ted is Mr. Ted off. It's like a dome Ooh, ceiling. Yes, yes. And a little bit of moonlight is shining through now, but it's otherwise pitch dark. And the light sort of goes onto uh, some debris. And you can hear... Sounds like a low voice. And the weather report today. Sunny skies are predicted in this part of the Vale, but hopefully in the bird we should see some of that forecast rain. Does it sound like an up-to-date one? Or like a... Yeah, it sounds... Current day. It sounds... It talks about the weather. You can hear bits and pieces about weather and sunshiny skies. Maybe even a forecast, like a... Yeah, yeah. Is it a radio forecast or a TV forecast? You can't tell. You need to get closer to the sound. So where's it coming from? It's coming from the debris. Okay, over to the debris. Are you just going to look at it, or are you going to... I'm going to move a couple of debris. I need you to take two cards from the table. Two cards being taken. I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. You ready? Yep. Ten. Ten. Three. Three. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and she get up there. Amongst the debris, you see... A pile of um, dirty blankets and old newspapers. Yes. And as you sort of get closer to it, suddenly an arm grabs out and grabs you. What are you doing here? Where are you? And this sort of face peers out of the darkness at you, and it's just a a horrible mangy old man, like a horrible beard and like a weird hat on, like. And he's sort of like, What are you doing? No, don't just... no way! What are you doing here? Grab my baton. Yeah. And I can't hit him in the head, because head injuries are bad. Hit the arm. Take one card for that. Ace. Yay! Ace. Remember, you can still use your aces. Yeah, no, I'm saving them. You hit him, and he's like, ow, ow, what's that? And at this point, like, um, Brad and, and Jake rush up. They've kind of left Sarah. She's sort of fallen over. Yeah, and they, they've, got, like they've improvised weapons. Like, and he's like, wait, wait, wait. You're just some mangy kids. What the fuck are you doing here? This is my spot. Ask him what he's doing here. Why? This is my home. I've lived here for like the last couple of weeks. Have you seen anything creepy? Oh, you won't believe what I've seen here. Oh, some terrible thing. Tell but me what you've seen. Tell me what you've seen. I'm, oh, it's hard to remember. And he sort of points and there's a huge bottle of brandy. Where half you drunk. brandy from? I go out into the town. I beg for money. I spend the money on booze. How'd you get out? 
Through the front door. The front door is locked. Did you lock the front door? Why would I front the... I can't get out otherwise. Why would I lock the front door? Well, we're all stuck in here now. Have you seen Mike? Who's Mike? Mike's our friend. He's posh-looking boy. A posh-looking boy. Oh, I've just been listening to my radio. I've been listening to my tunes. And again, he points, and it's a battery-operated radio, which is clearly playing some local channel, but a very low growl sort of thing. Clearly the batteries are running low in it. How have you not heard anything? Have you not? Did you not hear screaming? What screaming? I've just been drinking. I what? Can you help us? What do you need help with? We need to find a friend and we need to get out. Getting out is easy. Just go through the front door. Is there another way out of there? I guess you can try and climb out. Like some of the roof might have fallen through in one of the wards. Perhaps you can try and get out through the roof. And all the windows, like. There's some bars on the nose of some windows. I mean, it's a bit of a jump down. I don't know why you'd be doing that. As for your friend, I've not heard anything. Can you help us? Find him. Will you come with us? What's in it for me? Some more brandy when we get out of here. I'm not... I don't trust you kids. Why would I go out of my way to do it now? Because we need your help. And you'll be hailed a hero. There's a dead police officer downstairs. Draw one card for me. I'm going to... You're going to use gonna one of your aces? aces. <laughs> all right. Oh, I don't want to be anywhere near, like, the death of a cop. All right, all right. What, like, whatever you, you kids want, I'll I'll help you the best I can. Yay! What, do you, <laughs> what have you got in this room that we can use? I've got batteries. Do you need batteries? We'll take the batteries. Okay. You, um, he hands you over, like, maybe one or two. They're running low, though. I use them for my tunes. I've got brandy, I've got some dirty blankets, I've got some newspapers. And, and like, maybe you think about Sarah being quite cold. She's getting... Get her a dirty blanket. She looks horrified. Well, she can go do one, because... I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't say no, but she looks like this is the worst thing you could have done to her. Yeah, well... Brad and Jake sort of look around, and they are... Uh, what would you say they're doing? They are surveying the area... Okay. Who's better at it, would you say? Brad. Brad. So he sort of notices that there is, like, going down, that there's actually, you know, there's a few more patient rooms, but clearly smaller. There's clearly, like, an office down the other end of the corridor that he didn't really look into, because, again, he was just trying to find you, and you could tell you know, So there's an office down there, and then there's this door. And he sort of goes, well, maybe there's, like, a key, perhaps? Like, it looks like a rusted iron door. Does the... Homeless man have a key. Why would I have a key? Just walking Just out of it. Know where there may be a key. I mean, you could check the the big office at the back. I just stay here, my own spot. I don't want to. There's troubled spirits in this place. I don't want to mess with them. What do you mean by that? Yeah, sometimes at night you hear screaming, but I just wonder if that's just down to the down to the drink, you know? Where's the screaming coming from? And he points to the to the door. Oh, of course, fabulous. Right. <laughs> Well, what's the drunk man's, uh, the homeless man's name? I'm so glad you asked, Alex. Um, his name is Harry. Homeless Harry, okay? I don't like that nickname. <laughs> if you want to know my full name... What is your full name? Harry Larson. Harry Larson, how did you become homeless? I feel that's a story for another time. Shouldn't we find your friend? Okay. Sassy. Sassy Harry. Right, Sassy Harry Larson. Come with us. We are now going to go and look in the office for the key. Okay. You go in. It looks very similar to the admin office downstairs, but there's clearly... This feels like a... 
a proper office. So you've got the, the frosted glass door, which is slightly ajar. It opens off into a room which has got a desk and there's lots of filing cabinets which are quite rusted. There's mouldering bits of paper and on the desk sits a typewriter. Search the desk. Okay. Draw one card for me. A three! Three. So Harry doesn't really help. He's with one in the door. Sarah doesn't really help. But you've got Brad and you've got Jake. All three of you work together to thoroughly search through this room. And it reveals two interesting things to you. You pull out one drawer and it's filled with old tapes, old film tapes. And in another drawer you find blueprints of the asylum. And the blueprints are in like an old frame and they're clearly of the original sanatorium. You can tell, looking at it, on the east wing downstairs there is a tunnel that runs out into the forest. So you think that could be a possible exit? Okay, possible exit. The tapes. Mm-hmm. Is there a pl- any way to play them? Draw one more card for me. A queen. Queen. Draw again. An ace. Take the ace. There's no projector per se, but you find like you've got a torch, so you can view some of the tapes. And then it's a film of a doctor, a young doctor. You're right. It does show Lehman coming into a room. It's sort of horrible scenes of this doctor cutting into people in what looks like an operating theatre. No sound or anything like that, but it's clearly these subjects are in pain. Into, like, body or mind? Is he cutting into, like, anywhere in their body? Anywhere in their body. Is there anything else on these tapes? Patients vary from women to men. Sometimes there's a child. There's maybe some animals that come in, but it's always the same doctor. The way he sort of... It's almost like a conducting an orchestra sort of takes his time and then slowly starts slashing into them. What about Sister Mary? She doesn't appear on any of the tapes. So I believe she was... She has nothing to do with this. Go back to Blueprints. Okay. Look to see what the door we can't get through, what does that lead to? Okay. It looks like beyond the painted door is, like, an octagonal room. And what it says on the Blueprint plan is Isolation Chamber. Is it the same room that was on the tapes? You can't tell. You can't tell. Is there anything else of note on the blueprint? On the blueprints? No, you don't. You don't see anything other than this this tunnel leading out to the forest. Am I able to take the blueprint with me? Yeah, okay. absolutely. It's in a frame just now, so you might want to break the frame. Break the frame. Yep. Yeah. Fine. No problem. You're leaving such a mess in this room. Oh, shut up, sassy Harry. <laughs> Brad does find, like, that's shuffling through the corridors he finds. A key. key. Is it just one key? Yeah. What does the key look like? It looks like a very old, ancient, big-ass key. (laughs) Which definitely does not say on it, isolation room. But we assume it's for the isolation room. Are there any other keys in the room? Do you want to draw a card? No. You're drawing a card. An eight. Eight. Can you find maybe some filing cabinet keys? So they open the filing cabinets in the room? They were rusted enough that you could pull them apart anyway. What? I drew a card for that? That was rubbish. Anything else I've noticed? <laughs> Sorry. Anywhere else I should look in the room? You've gone it through it quite thoroughly, and you've had Brad and Jake helping you out. <laughs> Very nearly said Janet. I did also Janet. We get our shit together. Mm-hmm. So there's me, Sarah, Sassy Harry, mm-hmm. Jubilant Jake, and... Brilliant Brad. And of course you don't tell you don't say that to him. No. 
So now we're going to go and shuffle down to that door and try and open it. The isolation chamber door? Isolation chamber door. As soon as you step in front of the door, it feels like the temperature just drops away. Good job Sarah's got that blanket. I mean, you can start seeing the breath in front of you. Sort of, sort but the blanket's not doing much help right now. Brad's got the key, he sort of looks to you. Should, should we do it? Do it. And he unlocks it, pulls the door. Uh, and what's inside? Beyond the painted steel door is a concrete octagon of a room. You can't see any other exits, but it looks like you've come up on like a first floor, looking down into the room. Oh, so like an operating room. Mm. Okay. Do you go in? Yeah, but okay. So I want Sarah. Mm-hmm who can't really walk, mm-hmm. to stay by the door to make sure it doesn't shut. And okay. I trust Cersei Harry, so Cersei Harry has to come with us. Okay. Okay, so we go into She's more than happy. She, 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 she's fine. just completely... She, she's got her job. So everyone else is going inside, yes. but her. Well, she can stood on the threshold, like, you know, half in, half out. Okay, good to know. No, door stop. So are you going into the room? Yes. So this door, again, mm-hmm. has a, just so you know has a, uh, a window in it and it has bars on it. Not like a grate. So wait. So the door you went into? Yeah. Yeah. Has a window? In it. Yeah. Which has bars in it. So could I not have seen through that before? Yeah, that was my bad. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Anyway, you step in. Yep. And you shine your torch. Yep. And you see slumped against the wall what looks like Mike and he's got his head down, not moving. Shout, Mike! No response. Mike! <laughs> no response. Send Brad forward. Yep. <laughs> With the baton. Okay. <laughs> to poke the Mike body. What are you and Jake doing? Me and Jake are stood with our torches, mm-hmm. looking around. Well, one's got the torch and the mic. The other is looking around. Brad goes up to Mike. Pokey pokey. No response. And is then, he dead? And then Brad gets down. Oh, for crying out loud. I'm glad it's not me. Pushes up his head and you can see as Mike's head so rolls back, he has no eyes. There's just two <gasps> horrific bloody holes in it. Well, you know, it's Mike. I need you to take two cards from the pile. It's a horrific sight. I'm going to play one ace. One ace, okay. And a two. All right. So you just sort of, oh my God, like you, <gasps> yeah, you are freaking out. Jake is sort of like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? Sarah oh, screams and you just hear a clang and the door is shut. Is she in the inside of the door or the outside? She's on the other side of the door. Fucking waste of space, that girl. Wish it'd been her, Brian. Harry's still with you as well, and he's fucking freaking out, going, oh my god, your friend is dead! What the fuck have you done? Is he actually dead? I mean, he's not moving. Is he breathing? No eyes, Alex. Doesn't mean you'd be dead. Do you want to go check? I want Brad to check, seeing as he's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Brad sort of scuffles back to the thing, and as as he sort of, like, scuffles back on the floor, and as he does so, the body just falls to the ground. There are no signs of life. Brad leans forward and... (laughs) (laughs) Buddy, are you okay? Let me just take Take your pulse. pulse. He's dead. 
Fair enough. Right, so we can... Am square. Sarah is screaming and pounding on the door, trying to get it open. Go back to the door and yep. ask her what happened. I literally saw Mike, and I just stepped out, and the door just closed. I couldn't, I couldn't stop it. And she's trying her best, and I'm no going to whisper so she can't hear. Yeah, fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, Brad's got the key still. Put the key in the door. Doesn't open. Look out of the grate. Okay. She says, look, there's like, a, there's like a handle. She sort of pulls away at the door. She's like, there's a handle. No, no, don't pull that. <laughs> well, like, I can't, it's too stiff. Can, no. can you, she's like, can you put your arm through and, like, try and try and push it down? I don't want to lose my arm. <laughs> I wonder if I want to sacrifice Sassy Harry's arm, but... I mean, you could, you can suggest something else if you want, yeah. I mean, what... will Sassy Harry lose his arm? I don't know. Let's look around the rest of the room. Okay. <laughs> I'm guessing you're doing it very quickly. You don't have time to sort of... Tell okay. Sarah to shut up in a nice way. She's, she's still, like... She's trying to keep quiet, but she's fucking devastated. Her boyfriend is clearly dead. Well, you know. Swings and roundabouts. <laughs> <laughs> We're now just going to quickly look around the room for another yep. like, way to get out. Okay, so you're, actually, you're actively looking for another way out. Yeah. All right, take a card, then. Oh, a king. I know. <laughs> king. A three. Okay. As you are looking around, you can't find another door. Like, it seems like this isolation chamber is an isolation You come back to the main door, and you, she's like, no, I've, I've got it, I've got it. She, she's, she's pulling it down, and it's slowly going in, so it looks like the door is about to open. Until... <laughs> what happens? Where's Mike's eyes? <laughs> I can only describe it as a blur. Something appears behind Sarah. And this huge, massive hand, like almost like a gloved, you know, like surgical, surgical glove, glove, grabs her and just pulls her back into the darkness. Fucking liability! No sound. I guess, like, shining a torch down there ain't gonna help. So Can I just accept this room as the place we get? <laughs> <laughs> we could, we could Brad, eat Brad, Brad is screaming after Sarah. Like, he's like, Sarah! Oh, for God's sake, Brad, put your arm through. Are you telling him to put his arm through? <sighs> yes. I think he agrees at this point because he's just like you would suspect he's feeling very guilty about what's just happened to her. You would like just stay here, you'll be fine. But he could just about reach it and goes and pff, door over. Oh, for crying out loud! What right, so she went. They went down that corridor. Yeah. Oh, you thought they went down that corridor. So we go down that corridor. All right, this is kind of like a bit recony sort of thing. Would you say that she was hurt in the um, when she fell down, fell, fell through the stairs? Do you think she got cut? on her legs at all. I am going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so like, clearly her wounds were bleeding quite badly through her leg, maybe not her ankle, because otherwise that would be really bad. You can see, like, splashes of blood dashing across the floor, like, almost being scraped along as if she's being dragged. And then you get to sort of this debris bit where it's like the end of the children's ward. And again, you see the creepy dolls, you see the toys that stuffing's been pulled out of and you just see like a pile of children's beds and cots put up to it and you just see blood going up over it and it looks like an open bit of the roof. <sighs> well, let's go up there. Am I going to have to take a card? How scared are you feeling right now? I'm not very scared. I'm feeling fine. How good are you at climbing things? I uh, um, uh Take a card, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank oh. God. <laughs> it's um, Jack. It's a Jack, yeah. I was like, it's a free Jack? Oh, no. It's a ten. Ten. 
I think Brad's just screaming ahead, trying to find Sarah. He is distraught about it. Jake and you take a little bit more time to get up, and Harry's just like, I, I guess I can wait. Okay, and then sort of comes up with you. You go up over these cots and these sort of piles of wireframe beds, and you get up, and it's almost like an attic kind of space. But you see, there's like a hole in front of you, and you look down, showing your torch, and it looks like a secret part of the hospital. And you quickly look back, and it looks like these cots and these wire bed frames were shoved against a, a secret panel or a secret wall to stop someone getting out, getting in. Probably a mixture of the two. Probably a mixture of the two. Do you like to do? So can I get down into the secret? You probably can, yeah. I mean, probably. Am I going to get down with uh, there without being hurt? Um, I think as you're taking your time, but you didn't rush ahead like Brad. Brad's already sort of like... Help yourself down. He's like, come on, come on, we need to get Sarah. Okay, so everybody starts helping each other down. Yeah, like Harry stinks. Like he's holding onto your arm. It's sweaty and greasy. You know what? Like, c'est la vie. C'est la vie. You hit the ground. Easy enough. I need you to draw a card for me. You still have that one ace left. Yeah, no, I'm keeping it for the right time. It's a three. (laughs) As you dip down... You look up, and like maybe you, your flashlight comes up with you, and you just see a blur, a shadow again, and what looks like two feet being dragged around a corridor, and they look especially like Sarah's feet. Well, they probably are Sarah's feet. I'd be very surprised if they were somebody else's feet. No sound, no, no screams for help, no nothing. Completely Very worthless. strong surgical glove. Right, then. So let's all follow after the mm-hmm. blood trail and the, the feet. Let's follow the feet. You start following it, and this part, suddenly again, you're like, this is weird, something's not right here. And again, it's like an elongated part of the corridor. It starts... You can't see it changing shape, but you definitely get that sense. As you go down, turn, and you turn again, again, these rooms, and you look on either side, nothing in them, but they do look old, and they look not used at all. No debris, no nothing. What's in them? In them, it's just what you saw downstairs, so like a wireframe bed. Maybe maybe one or two of them have a mattress, but not all of them. One thing you do see is that a couple of them have shackles on the wall, mm. and like some on the ground, and some tied to the bed, the whole range of them. And you get round the corner, and you see a dark stairwell going down. Go down the stairwell. I haven't talked to Jake in a while. You want to talk to Jake? How's Jake doing? He looks very pale. He's not a big talker, as you might have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> he's sweating a bit and he's just like, I can't believe that Mike's dead. Like, we grew up together. He's just gone. I can't, I don't understand. Pat him on the shoulder. He appreciates that you checked on, on him because it's normally him doing the other thing, but you get this impression that this has really spooked him. He's no idea what's going on and the possible loss of two friends and a figure of the authority is quite... Is Brad in front of me? Brad's in front of you. He's taking the lead on this. Can I ask Brad what the hell's going on? Brad's like, I don't know, man. I don't know what I... What are we going to do? What What are we going to do? Do you have your phone on you, Brad? No, I, I've told you, I, we can't afford to have phones. <laughs> Just anybody. Oh, Mike probably had a fucking phone and didn't search his body. You didn't search his body? Oh, I should have searched his body! <laughs> <laughs> Would there have been anything good on his body? You don't know. Fuck. Okay, anyway. Uh, anyway. So keep going downstairs. Keep going downstairs. 
it comes out at the end of what looks like a long pipe-lined basement. And in the distance you do see, it's almost like a faint, greeny light. Gonna whack out my fishy keyring light, because I feel yep. like I want to be of some That's fine. And we go down towards the green light. Okay, how are you going? Are you stopping down? Are you Carefully. Carefully? That's fine. So um, is Brad. Brad's Brad. not going to rush ahead. No. Nobody's running ahead. We have all agreed that we're going to go down stealthily, but in a hasty manner. Okay. Hasty stealth. Is Harry coming with you? Yeah, he has to. He has what, to. What, what's he going to do now? Can't leave anybody behind. They're all bloody liabilities. He's, he's just... If anything, he's following you along, because he has no idea what's going He's completely out of his head. Yeah, okay, just bring him with us. As you get close to the light and your own torchlights are shining across the tunnel, you come out into like a room which is lined with shelves and on the shelves you have books, some of them really old tomes, some of them like clearly like paper thin and some of them are very brittle pages and stuff. And there's also big jars on the shelves as well. And you shine your, you shine a light across them and What's you see the jars. There's clearly, like, strange, murky containers. And inside them there's limbs. And you think, that looks like an organ here, so there's, like, a kidney here. Um, maybe some fingers. An arm? There's not one big enough for an arm. <laughs> you definitely see, like, pickled... Maybe some pickled animals in there. So, like, the head of a sheep. What about a hand? An actual hand? Yeah. yeah. You might see, like, a... I don't know what animal, like, has two prongs maybe some sort of weird deformed a prong well like um the old animal body parts you can't tell again it's a bit murky make a joke about blending a hand no one laughs <laughs> i laugh search the bookshelves do you want to take a card then no <laughs> a 10 okay <laughs> I'm getting more frightened for you, okay? It's kind of... I'm getting terrified for you. It's all anatomy and all science-based books. Okay. As you probably guessed, a lot of them are written in German. There's a couple of very old texts, and some of them in languages that you've never heard of and that you can't even read, but you... Some of them you get the sense of, I don't want to touch that, and you just leave it. And again, looking into the like the jars, I think you're on edge, so you're expecting them to be like, boo. Or, like, move, <laughs> or like, nothing moves, nothing. Okay. And you don't see anything... Like, I think you're f- expecting the worst by this point, but you see, like, organs and stuff, but you don't see, like, a human head. Okay, is there anything useful in this room? At the other side of the room, there is what looks like a wall, which has a big board, like a wooden board on it, and on the board looks various different, sharp, out-of-date medical equipment. So, bone saws... Um, really horrific-looking blades. Arm ourselves with the yeah. old-fashioned instruments. Is there any one that takes your eye? Not literally. <laughs> what have I got? Like, have I got a circular saw? So there's, it's like outdated Victorian equipment in a way. Weird bone saws, like horrible fish hook type things. You've got. Have I got anything that will tweezers? Oh, there's lots of sharp like knives looking thing. Was, Give me oh. some knives. All right, you got some knives. And everybody else can just take what they want. But, like, the good shit. Brad and Jake will arm themselves with various implements as well. Sassy Harry's not in his right room, but he's got to be able to defend himself. He's, he's like, well, I'll do whatever you need me to do. Give Sassy Harry mm-hmm. a saw. Okay. Just a bit worried about giving Sassy Harry 
who's probably going to become Stabby Harry at some point. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, let's go. At the end, there's like an, a doorway, which has got sort of plastic flaps. Can I get my gun out? I've got to say, by this point, you're quite heavy. Like, you've got all this weaponry in your life. <laughs> Fucking protecting myself. Are you, like, going to strap, like, a, gu- um, a knife to the end of your gun? So you're like, we'll make bam, a bam, stab. <laughs> well, I got my gun out. You got your gun out. And I got my knife to hand. <laughs> I would say you're not used to shooting a gun. So you probably can't have both of them. I will have the gun. Okay, so you've got two But the knife goes in the bit satchel. Yep. So you've got, like, two hands on your gun, basically. Yeah. So you're aiming it better. But I'm still going to send Brad in first. You're sending Brad in first? No, I'm going to send me in with the big So as you make your way in, this room is even bigger than the lab area you just come from. And you see... It's like a nightmare. You see tables with straps on them and on some of the tables there's clearly dead bodies or what remains of dead bodies but how dead we're talking here it looks like many years have passed some of them don't have heads some of them just a torso a couple of arms like the ones that do have heads their skin is almost mummified in a way in the centre of the room there is a table and on it is Sarah screaming the sound picks out and you see her and you see someone standing over her. Who is that person? It's a very tall person. Oh, the doctor, the good doctor. You just see, like, him picking up a huge bone saw and going straight for her. Uh, get the gun, shoot her, shoot her, shoot him, not her. Don't, <laughs> don't shoot her, you shoot go- him. How many do you want me to pick up? Don't make me pick up five. Three. Three, okay. So you're going to use your last ace, or the ace you had? Oh, it's a queen. Queen? A queen. Oh my god. <laughs> a queen! <laughs> like. A nine! <laughs> you still got two more? A two and an ace. Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! <laughs> oh my god, Alex. Okay. So the gun goes off and it hits this form. It stumbles for a second, dropping the bone saw, and it turns around to face you. Looks at you, this doctor, this this Lehman Schroeder. Yeah. And his eyes are Mike's eyes. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Why did you need Mike's eyes? Ask him. Are you gonna ask him? Is he gonna attack me? Is he just looking at me? Just it just literally turns to look at you just now. And beyond him, at the other end of the lab, is a steel door with an arch top. And he's going to start making his way towards you. What are you doing? Oh, God. Um, okay. How many shots did I fire in the gun? I'm going to say three. That is so unfair. <laughs> you pull three. Um, okay, you've okay. got three left. Okay, what else have I got? What else have I got? A pepper spray is not going to do anything. I say Brad will try and spread out. Yeah, okay. Everybody? Harry's going to stay with you. Okay. Um, can we get to Sarah? You would have to go past the doctor. Okay. I She's screaming at this point. Can the boys get to Sarah? They've spread out a bit. Um, Could they circle around the doctor? We're going to try to. Do you want them to, are you going to shout that to them? I'm going to run. Okay. And I'm going to slide on the outstretched arms of the doctor. 
to get to He's Sarah. not doing like a, <laughs> a, a Frankenstein thing. Well, what's he doing? Is he, I'm He's gonna... just sort of coming towards you slowly, like walking. Pepper spray him. Are you going to do that? Yes. You're going to wait till he comes right up to you? No. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Throw my mouse textbook at him. No. <laughs> Shout to the boys to go and circle. Get Sarah. Yeah, get Sarah. They will run and do that. Yeah, and that they've got their little swords to. Yeah, they they so they just rush to do that. Doctor doesn't give them no mind, just staring straight at you. I need to get rid of his eyes. What are you going to do, Alex? Oh God! What I... would Justin do? I don't know. What would the? Why well, can't I have like ninja death stars? Oh, I can't push Harry at the doctor. That would be really harsh. What would you do? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Help. I mean, it's okay to stay completely frozen there. If you just, you know, you don't know what to do. I can continue. I do, I'm trying to give you the option to do something right now. No, I will. You hold your ground? I hold my ground. He slowly still walks towards you. Harry is sort of like... He's, he's freaking out behind you. And he turns tail, runs back up the stairs. Runs back to Harry. Uh, you can sort of hear the boys sort of trying to undo the straps on the table... Sarah is still screaming. Like clearly, the cut in her leg is super deep. He comes up. He slowly comes up to you, and it's sort of a blur straight there. Oh, pepper spray! Pepper spray! <laughs> pepper spray! Those blue eyes. I need to draw one card. Oh, it's oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I genuinely thought that was that was going to be a joker. Oh my god! Okay, that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so. You, Yes. I, you just hear this unearthly roar you know, echoing throughout the whole asylum. It's, the eyes sort of tear up and it just... I, they don't disintegrate or anything like that, but it's just completely... And you cannot see you. It's just that moment you duck. Duck and, you, and run! Run, 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 run! Are you running? Well, duck and run past him. Yep. Are the boys done with... Again, this is happening so fast, they're just getting her up, but it's going to take... A moment or two to get to the to the door on the other side. That's where you're going everybody to runs towards the door, not the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll need you to take two cards then. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Okay, okay, you ready? Oh, it's What's a king. king. It's a nine and an ace. Oh, <laughs> Alex, <laughs> using your final ace there. Okay. So you manage to make it, like, you, you, you rush in and like, guys, we need to go. And they're like, like, even though she's clearly losing a lot of blood, like, they manage to get her across. Um, the whole lab starts to come alive. Oh, bollocks. Tables filled with bodies and corpses start writhing and you hear unearthly screaming and stuff. And as you make it to the door, as you go past, you look, and on the right, off to the side a little bit, there is a single table, straps on it, and it looks like a woman held down, like still intact, most of intact. Her face horrified, and you recognise it as Sister Mary. Oh, I'm not helping that bitch. No, no, no. She's oh, not she moving. Did. She not did. Completely <sighs> dead. And you suspect that the doctor had something to do with this. But you're just rushing ahead now. You're just like, you're not even taking your moment. And then you get to the door of the arch and you try and push it through. It's not moving. <laughs> what do you do? I don't know. Can we get any way to get through it? If you take one card, 
you might be able to push your way through it. Okay, you ready? Oh! <laughs> oh, you're so close. Um, Alex, you were so close. That's uh, a joke. Huh? I've got the joke. <laughs> How does it end for you? How does the story end? Uh, can I get out and live? <laughs> that's not. That's not impossible. Can I sacrifice somebody and live? That's not possible. Is there any scenario where I live? Not if you pull a joker. I don't know. You, you decide. Okay. Yeah. I'll say what happens is that you are trying your best to push through this door. There's a sort of... In all these screamings of the tortured patients and the, the bodies and, and the, the people, you, you hear Sarah scream out as something just grabs her pulls her back into the darkness and bit by bit the greenish light starts going out and you hear Brad and you hear Jake also scream and then disappear as well and you're banging on the door and slowly but surely just sort of a silence mm. enters the room and you turn around and the doctor's right behind She's you She's very pissed I don't want to say streaming eyes um, <laughs> staring blue eyes and he just says, Ah, oh, a new patient for the experiments. And you just see a black uh, gloved hand come and grab your face. No, not my face. No, you're right. Not your face. Grabs your eyes. Like, grabs uh-huh. your face like that. Squeezes your eyes. What did you do with my eyes? Um, no, that was so... That sucks. And that's it. Fucking Joker! I was so close. You were so close. I generally thought you were gonna die earlier on, and then you kept pulling out those aces. <sighs> That's grin. How do you feel? I feel cheated. Is there any way to to live in this game? If you didn't pull the Joker. Um. Yeah. Okay. The next morning, Brad and Jocelyn's mother reports their disappearance to the police. Posters go up around the neighbourhood, asking for their whereabouts. Search parties are formed, coming through the parks and the woods. Some officers even go as far as St Mary's Asylum, but discover no leads, just an abandoned, rusted motorcycle on the steps. The double doors to the asylum are shut tight. A rusted chain coils through the handles. On it, a sign. Do. Not. Enter. Roll credits. The What Am I Rolling podcast was created, recorded, and edited by me, Fiona Howard. This episode's player was Alex Howard. This episode's RPG was Grin, an RPG horror survival system developed by independent indie game publisher Arcana Games. You can find out more information about Grin on the Arcana Games website. That's www.arcana-games.com. The theme music was 8-Bit March by Twin Musicon of twinmusicon.org, licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. If you want to find out more about the podcast, check out the website. That's www.wairpodcast.com. Fancy getting in touch? Email the podcast at whatamirollingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at wair underscore podcast for the latest news on upcoming episodes. Remember, adventurers need not apply.